Hi everyone, it's Yolanda Sanguini and this is Yes Girl, the bonus episode. So you know, it's always good to kiki with celebrities and talk about pop culture, but in 2019, I hope we'll spend as much time putting the spotlight back on ourselves, growing spiritually, you know, just really kind of focusing back on how we can shine as individuals. So to kick it off, I invited Essence's senior editor, Sharia K. Jackson. Listen in. Happy New Year, or as I like to say, Happy New You. It's 2019, and many of us are trying to jumpstart these dreams, y'all. The New Year is the perfect time to press reset and refresh, but also plant new seeds. To help me understand how we plant these new seeds, how we till these seeds, how we grow these seeds, is Essence's senior editor, Sharia K. Jackson. Welcome, Sharia. Thank you, girl. (laughs) All right, girl. I'm going to plant these seeds. Happy New Year, y'all. Happy New Year. So I'm going to read Sharia's um, biography. She's like a badass, all right? But also she is an, one of our trusted voices here at Essence. She's also the author of Boss Bride, which came out in 2018. Boss Bride, Go Hard and Go Home. Sharia, before turning 25, Sharia had battled cancer, been laid off from her dream job, and found out she was the other woman in a relationship. And that was the good news. <laughs> Why are you laughing at my life, Yolanda? <laughs> the global empowerment leader realized early on that her happiness always lived inside her own hands. Now, Sharia has traveled the world as a speaker in Amsterdam and South Africa. She serves, like I said, as Essence's senior editor and wakes up every day to a life she loves, manifesting magical experiences such as teaching at Disney's Disney University in Orlando and having brunch with Oprah. Ah! which we have to talk about, by the way. All right, Sharia, I forgot to mention also Boss Bride is the powerful woman's playbook for love and success. Yes. Yes. I love me some Sharia, you guys. I love you. Um, so Sharia is also for the, you know, the December issue of Essence. She wrote about um, creating vision boards. And many of us this time of year, we create vision boards, we set intentions, we write our goals. One thing I did this year, which was really more difficult than I thought, was writing down my wildest dreams. Mm. Actually writing them down. That was really difficult for me. Um, I'm so glad you did that. Yeah. How many did you write? I wrote about 10, believe it or not. I say write 100. Yeah. You're just getting started. Yeah. I love it. I was editing myself, though. I didn't understand why, because I was like, oh, 10. Wow, girl, that's a lot. And then I was like, but it's a dream. There's no cap on dreams. Yeah, but that's conditioning. I love it. And we, it is crazy, because we are such imaginative people. We all were created by a creator. And so we all are creatives. And so we have to use our creativity for our own life. And that's the, the shift you talk about, is I we're, was using my imagination, but I wasn't using it to imagine what could life serve me Mm -hmm. and so I love that you are pushing yourself to do that we all should do it I did that for the first time in the last two years I wrote a hundred life goals from riding a giraffe and an elephant to things I wanted to own places I wanted to be people I wanted to meet because when you don't 
get clear, your dreams will walk right past you and you won't even see them happening. Mm. So even you talk about brunch at Oprah's house. I mean, the first time I was in a room with Oprah, I didn't, well, one of the first times I was in a room with her, I did not meet her Mm -hmm. because I never had given myself permission to say I wanted that experience. Mm -hmm. So I was in a room and didn't access it. So that's after that, I was like, whoa, like I'm missing my dreams because I'm scared to dream. Mm -hmm. And so I love that you write it down. And that's what happened for me. And I talk about that in the issue, which you talk about now, which is out where I talk about, oh, wow, I actually need to write down some goals. And yeah. meeting Oprah was one of the goals I wrote for 2017. And Spirit did me better, and I was able to go to her house. Her house, right? Yeah. With an intimate group of people. It wasn't even Well, like it was like group. 500 people. Oh, really? I thought it was less than that. No, it was, well, maybe it was 200. Maybe it was 200. Yeah. And, and I think um, you hit on a lot of things. Even this is so surreal, so... It's been an incredible year with the book out, but it's it's nothing like coming home. So to be here with you, my girl at work, who I'm Mm -hmm. hanging with all the time, to be able to share and commune is just thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. So in in the issue, you write about be your own goals. Yes. Um, You say the new year is yours. Grab your crown and live the good life. What are some things that you kind of lay out and how to like live our good lives in 2019? So one of the things that we talk about this is to really get clear and declare the dreams and then to get a plan and get rooted in why do I want what I want? Because it, we all start the year, as you said, this is the time of year where you create the vision board, you write the list. And then somewhere along the line, we look up it's June, July, and we feel so off track. Mm -hmm. And that happens because we set the dream, but we didn't put a plan with the dream. And so the great thing now is that there's so much technology. Even this past Saturday, I got an alert on my Google calendar and it said, uh, mind your business, Mm -hmm. which is a monthly reminder I put on my calendar to check my finances just to make sure I can use my technology and use a calendar to create the life I want to live and so one of the things we talk about in the piece is the importance of having dream buddies to have Mm -hmm. people who are living um, who are comparable in spirit who are living lives that excite you and so this last year of my life I had dream buddies and when you create space for new people and you really get clear about what do I need to create those things you really will see that shift start to happen so you write it Mm -hmm. you share it and because once you share it not only did the person you told here but the universe hears it Mm -hmm. and so I've had so many goals that have manifested just because I gave myself permission to dream bigger and then I let somebody know hey here's what I'm interested in Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so I think especially as women especially for black women we have to be unapologetic and going for ours because we know the world we live in and so often for a lot of us we're carrying generational baggage right Mm -hmm. we didn't necessarily our grandmothers did not have the opportunities to dream big and I always say like my grandmother's dream job was to have a job. It wasn't yep. this whole perfect position. And so to be that generation who does have access to more, we owe it to them to dream mm-hmm. bigger. We don't get to act, live in a small bubble when we have access to so much more. Mm-hmm. I think about, you know, some of us are conditioned to say, don't share your dreams with, you know, with uh, other people. And, and I've always been interested in why we always said that. Like, if I have a dream, don't, I mean, don't go around sharing your ideas. You yeah, know, your and you, you have to have a, a discernment a, a filter, there. Yeah. But I think if you, do your, if you do your job of putting people in your life who, who are dreamers, who you trust, then that doesn't become an issue. And I think too often we, we're too closed, and so no one can help us. Mm-hmm. Our, our, I always say when I'm doing coaching and speaking, like, put your fist in a ball and hold real tight. And that's what, how a lot of us are walking through life. Mm-hmm. And you can, and nothing's coming out. 
nothing's coming in. in. And so when you open up and give it permission, then you really create space. And also you have to know nothing that's yours is not yours. And so, so often that's a scarcity mentality you're talking about where we feel like, oh, if I share, they're going to take it. No, yeah. actually not. If it was really yours and it's assigned to you, no one else can take it because what what's for you is for you. And even with this book, Boss Bride, I got the contract to write my book, Boss Bride, the same day I broke up with the man I thought I was going to marry. So we it was the best worst. Him, by the way. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> I died. Let me not say that. Um, he's not a bad person. Yeah. It just, it just wasn't. some things are for a season yeah. and you grow. Yeah. And so I share in the book and I share candidly, I grew. And so yeah. I did a poem. Actually, I said, we didn't grow apart. I grew. Yeah. And so you're always growing. And so I only share that to say, I wrote a book called Boss Ride Going Through a Breakup. And I always knew it wasn't a destination. It wasn't about one day of your life. It was about what if I lived every day like it was one of the best days of my life. Even mm -hmm. this article in Essence, be your own goals. Yeah. Ask you to look at yourself and write your list because you're so distracted now. There's so much coming at us constantly around how you should look, what you should, what you should desire, what success looks like. And so the first thing we have to do is stop the chatter and then decide for ourselves what does happiness and peace and joy look like yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, doing that work takes a lot of time alone, you know, mm -hmm. and I think we are inundated with, for example, Sharia, when was the last time you were bored? No. Yeah. When's the last time you do people get bored anymore? Or they That's just the thing. I don't think people get, get bored anymore. And sometimes in boredom is when you create a lot of things. When oh, you absolutely. think of like, you know, um, you create whatever is net, the silence. Yeah. And I think we have to do the work of giving ourselves permission to be silent and mm -hmm. be in our thoughts and not be on Instagram while I'm trying to meditate every two minutes. Listen, you know? and that's really what you're saying is, is to create a ritual of, of time and space. And so as you talked about in my bio, as a cancer survivor, one of the best gifts that came out of that experience I didn't ask for was that I got clear on how precious time is. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm very protective of my time. I don't apologize for the time I need alone. I'm kind of an omnivert where I'm very outgoing, but I need alone time to recharge. And so for any woman listening, the best gift you give yourself is your time. Yeah, In a yeah. world that doesn't always value your time, there's yeah. so much vying for it, but the more time you give to yourself to even think, hmm, I don't have goals, I haven't yeah. set goals, um, it really shifts the yeah. experience and your expectation because yeah. you can only receive what you expected to receive. And so that's why I'm so excited you wrote those goals and we continue to, okay, what else can I add? What's on your list that I can add yeah. on my yeah. list is because it raises our expectation, which then raises our vibration so that what we want can find us. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, tell me more, you know, in power in, in, in boss bride, you talk a lot about, again, I think it keeps the theme of being your own goals. Um, I do want to get personal with you because I thought yes. it was so it was so interesting and so courageous that everybody thought you were going to marry that man. <laughs> you know what I mean? But Sharia said no. Yeah. And I think a lot of people probably in your life were very disappointed. Well, the thing is, they could have been. But the truth is, the love of your life, you are with the day you were born and the day you leave this planet and it's you. Mm -hmm. And so even for a marriage, for a job, like people can be excited for you for something and excited that they can say they have a friend who X or Y, but you have to live with the decisions you make. Mm -hmm. And so I never thought about what 
our family could say. I mean, we had, you know, our families knew each other, what his mom or my mom would say. I just knew what, what I desired. And it wasn't even about him. I just got gave yeah. myself permission to say, what is the vision you have for your relationship? What is the vision you have in your life? And so when you write what it is you desire without policing yourself, mm -hmm. you get clear. Mm -hmm. And does what I have match what I desire? Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't, then you have to either choose to settle for what, less than what you desire, mm -hmm. or you make a conscious choice to create space in your life to have what it is you desire. And so um, it wasn't an easy decision, um, but it was one of the best gifts I gave myself. Because a lot of women, I mean, I started at Essence um, as relationships editor. We spend so much time and energy in relationships. So to be in a, in a relationship mm -hmm. that's not pouring back into you is very expensive. Mm -hmm. And I see the collective collateral damage on us as a community from staying in imbalanced relationships yeah. where women yeah. are pouring out more than they're getting back. And so he's not a bad person. I think, you know, my former partners are a great person and we have great memories. Yeah. But for yeah. where I was going to next, I was like, okay, this is my stop. Let yeah. me let me get off here so that we can meet up. Like when the book was coming out, um, I met up with him. I gave him a copy. I shared with him the parts I talked about us or talked about the breakup. Because if you were rooted in love, there's you can release things with a loving way where it doesn't have to be no one was wrong here. I mean, even if there are wrongs, but it wasn't, you know, it was just really about what would it look like to choose yourself? What would it look like to love me enough to make difficult decisions that might not look right to the outside world, but were the best yeah. for me? What do you say to us as a, you know as women as black women about giving ourselves permission yeah and that space to say you know what but also giving ourselves that space to go to, in, to be introspective a little bit yeah and to really look inside of ourselves and audit sometimes i call it yeah. self-audit yeah. to really look at the okay i was wrong there okay i was right okay but you know not wrong or right but like you know okay i could have done that differently i could have how do sometimes we don't give ourselves that permission because we're, we're just going we're going we're the providers whereas somebody's mama somebody's wife somebody's sister you know and we're taking care of everyone but giving ourselves the permission to say you know what this is what i need yeah and the thing is if you don't have you no one else has you either and so part of it you talked about that that somebody's and we put the apostrophe s in these other somebody's mother, wife, boss, daughter, manager, whatever. But before all that, you're just somebody. You are a body who mm -hmm. came here with a unique set of gifts, talents, and a purpose that only you can fulfill. And so what convicts me, what gets me going isn't always, it's that conviction of like, oh, I'm here for a purpose. And so when you talk about it, it all goes back to a foundational uh, love for yourself and plugging into the fact that you were created with love and you are love. And so for a woman who, you know, you 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 feel like you don't have the time for that, right? You you don't have the time not to take a second. And it might just be sometimes I take the time just to look at myself in the mirror mm -hmm. just to get quiet, even mm -hmm. if it's a minute, just to say, we in this together. Mm -hmm. Because the crazy part is you see your face less than most other people. You're not even looking at you. You're not mm -hmm. even checking in. And one of my other things that I'm feeling overwhelmed or everything is crazy, I look at my feet, I look at my hands, mm -hmm. I ground, I literally have to ground myself on where I am, what's today's date, to get grounded and fully present. Because for a long time, I couldn't live in the year we're in because I had power that was stuck in other parts of my life. I had power stuck in, in past traumas. And so when I went back and gave myself permission to let go of anything that had hurt me in the past, to just be fully present in this moment, I, that's when I started dreaming again. Mm -hmm. 
because mm-hmm. a lot of us when you're when you're not dreaming you're also not expecting anything different mm-hmm. and so your you your needs are met because you haven't even acknowledged what those needs are what those desires are and so trusting that better is always on the way and so for me once I really started to trust oh wow I am loved I do have I do serve a creator that loves me and wants me to be happy and put dreams in me for me to fulfill them it became easier to trust and let go of everything else to trust to let go of a relationship mm-hmm. of a, a college educated black man that it wasn't like that 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 wasn't my only option mm-hmm. to be fulfilled and when I when I stepped out that boat, when I gave myself permission to expect more, my life exploded mm-hmm. because I had I I could receive what was always available, but I but I had not been open to it. And so, I'm a living witness, and I share you know some of my strategies in the book around how do you expect more and then create space to receive something mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because in 2017. I made a very conscious decision to, because I realized what what I was doing, I was going through life on autopilot. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't even checking in with myself during the day. You know that dialogue, that encouraging um, monologue that's in your head that sometimes we're not even giving ourselves. So I went, you know, you speak about technology and the piece. I started having my you know, reminders on my phone every three hours with an inspirational quote or a, a something asking my, you know, a question. One, question I've always asked myself lately is what is seeking to emerge mm. and so really you know every every three hours it, it it gathers me like hey check back in with yourself and just the day making the decision to put yourself first is a lot of work and, it, and in a culture that feels away yeah. and so for a lot of us I come from I say generations of martyrs black women who sacrifice for the better of, of their family and everyone around them and I benefited from those sacrifices but I also honor them by not picking up that mantle by saying I will not martyr myself I will not sacrifice myself I will just serve from my overflow and not give my love away for myself and so that's so potent you talk about what does it mean to really love yourself first and know that sometimes You'll be training people to, to a new version of you. I had to reintroduce myself to everybody in my life because mm-hmm. a new me emerged. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it's like, you're looking for an older version of me. Mm-hmm. You're looking for someone to give you everything and ask for nothing. She no longer lives here. Mm-hmm. And so it was a reintroduction to the world. And that doesn't come with making some people uncomfortable. People have to adjust to your adjustment. And that's okay because you actually are a better friend. You're a better person when you aren't so, because the thing is, when you aren't loving on you, you become needy. Mm-hmm. You become someone who needs a lot of, yeah, to, you need yeah. external validation, you need a lot of support. I think it's funny, so coming through the Christmas holiday, one of the things that kind of was a little, I won't say unnerving, but the amount of women who come up to me, a stranger, and say, what does this look like? Do you like it? And it's you trust me, someone you don't know over your own opinion. Mm-hmm. And so I want us to get to a place where you're like, I, I, I my mama it. think yeah. half my wardrobe is crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't care. <laughs> like, it's about saying, if I like it, it's enough. I mean, she still thinks I don't iron. I do. Yeah. But <laughs> I own an iron. I don't know, I don't okay, know how much I use it's it. Safe. That's, that's, that's me. <laughs> that's another podcast. <laughs> you know, so as we move into 2019, um, 
I think about, you know, all the prayers that people are putting in, mm. you know, around January, all the wishes, all the goals that people are investing, you know, um, what is what is what are some of your um, strategies for maintaining them as the year goes? Because yes. by, you know, like sometimes like a gym membership yes. by March, April, you've moved on yes. from your goals. Yes. Well, you definitely don't go it alone. You have to be in community. So I'm in a bomb mastermind a business mastermind I'm in. I have my own Facebook group with women. I'm in some great, I'm in my group me. And so the more you share and back to that piece about sharing mm -hmm. is that it creates accountability because it's nothing like telling your friends, Hey, I'm doing X and they're like, Oh, what's happening with, you know, I didn't you say you were mm -hmm. tap dancing this year. Mm -hmm. And so letting it be known and to our point, syncing your calendar, mm -hmm. but really committing and breaking it down. One of the big tips that we include in the article is to break down the goal because it's overwhelming. So it, it, it sounds it's great to say I want to lose 50 pounds but if you two weeks later you're down half a pound that could be discouraging so give yourself break it down okay that's for the year goal so what would that look like a month from now is that seven pounds is that yeah. five pounds and then what does it look like this week to say okay let me plan to prep my lunch or make sure I, I'm, I'm a member of the kickboxing gym in Harlem so I'm like okay I already put it on my calendar yeah. And yeah. so you really have to plan for your win and then celebrate your win. Celebrate yourself, celebrate that half pound, celebrate that first chapter written, celebrate all the little steps we take because we already live in an under-celebrated culture mm -hmm. where we don't celebrate ourselves, and then we haven't shared so people don't always celebrate those moments for us. So celebrate yourself, girl. Yes, yeah, celebrate yourself. I tell my children all the time, uh, about uh, social media or just because they play a lot of you know video games and I'm always like you don't want to be a spectator in life you want to mm. be a creator mm. and so um, I love that you know you have the book but you are also we witness we are bearing witness dear listener to this woman's um, growth it's been so wonderful to watch you know you becoming uh, you've become a life coach you become an author but also you just always are dropping wisdom. Um, <laughs> Tiffany and I are like, oh, all the Sharia-isms that I are out there. I get nervous when someone's like, you said, I'm like, what did, what did I say? <laughs> Whisper it to me, don't what say it. Say? But that's really, I mean, that's, all of us have that. I, yeah. And that's why I share is because I'm not, I'm not so extraordinary, right? Yeah. I'm not, God doesn't love me or Beyonce God doesn't love Beyonce any, any more, more than, than he yours, loves. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, God loves me as much as he loves Beyonce? Yes, he does. Then shoot, I got well, to. Let me mother, Father, him. God, actually. <laughs> I'm not going to say he. <laughs> I know, see, the girl. That's a whole pronoun situation. You know? But, you know, um, as we go into 2019, what are the things, can you share some of your goals and wishes? Yes. So I believe, I, when you talk about how do you keep an intention, so I'm not someone who overwhelms myself with, I do have goals, but I don't sit down. I do my vision boards, but I don't overwhelm myself with one list because I can feel overwhelming, but I set an intention for the experience. Mm -hmm. And so I think don't just focus on a checklist because if I lose 50 pounds, but I lost it because I had a stomach flu, that's not how I want it. So set the intention of the experience. And so for the last few years, I've had words for the year. So mm -hmm. 2018, my year was receive mm -hmm. because a lot of us, have a hard time with receiving and so i knew that for me that next level of life that i wanted that level up would ask me i can't go it alone anymore mm -hmm. and so i that was my mantra for the year and so as things came or little things i started to see how just being more open 
and asking for support, mm -hmm. how it shifted the year. And so for 2019, my year is ownership. Ownership. And so, and it's not just around physical ownership, but what does it mean to own your body? What does it mean to own your decisions? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times we are living as if someone else is running the show. We're in the passenger seat mad, but the car not going anywhere because we're not in the driver's seat. Mm -hmm. And so really that ownership <laughs> piece means you got to own the fact wherever you are right now, wherever you're sitting, standing, dancing, wherever you are, you're the reason you're there. Yeah. Even if you don't want to be there, you're the reason you're there. But it also means I'm the person who can change it. And yeah. so I had a lot of, so for me, I'm really excited this year. I'll be debt free. I got a couple thousand dollars more to go that I'm working towards, and so I'm looking forward to that. One of my goals, honestly, I haven't said it out loud, but it's part of my ownership and inspired it. Um, I want to buy back my great-grandmother's house this year. Oh, wow. So you talk about, I mean, my name is Sharia. It's not, I don't have anyone else with that spelling. Yeah. But my byline is Sharia K. Jackson, and the K is for Katie, for my mm -hmm. great-grandmother. And so her house was sold to our next-door neighbor, but I want to buy it back from him. That is wonderful. So that, you know, that for me is really, what does it look like to show up bigger, bolder? Um, I'm launching a new co a coaching business, which we are really excited about. But what my heart is excited about is just basically sharing, owning myself. And then what is it like to create spaces for other people to do the same? Mm -hmm. I love that. I also don't, um, I don't do uh, resolutions. I just, I call it a life theme. So I think uh, 2018 life theme, uh, 2017 was when I began. 2017's life theme was gratitude. Mm. And I really looked f to express gratitude in, in every waking moment of my life. 2018 was more about creating community. And in 2019... And a whole baby. And Oh, yes, and I had a whole baby. And also, um, 2019, I'd like to uh, life theme to be authenticity. Because mm. I think for a long time, I have not been my authentic self in a space that um, encourages authenticity. That's but so I didn't surprising. Think... I feel like you're very authentic. No. But it's layers, right? Yeah, it's layers of authenticity. The real mm. me, you know? So um, praying for your goals. Amen. We're yes. praying for everybody's goals. Yes. Touch and agree. Yes. It's a year, and that's the thing, manifestation. Like, this is the year to, to get it. And, and not even just a year. I mean, we are in such a time of radical growth, yeah. radical transformation, radical just clarity where you can see things, everything's on front street. But it's a time for black women. Yeah, it's a time. I mean. But we have to show up we have whole, to, mm, not broken, right? Mm, and as you said, we've played. We've been martyrs for, we've been trained to be martyrs. Yeah. You know, generations of like, just, you got to give up yourself, you know, give everything to your family yeah. and leave so little for yourself. But I'm so grateful that you came and we talked a little bit on Yes Girl. Yes Girl. Thank you so much. Please come back. Always. Thank y'all right. for having me. Love to all the listeners. Thank you. I all right, y'all. So Sharia talked to us about ownership. That was her goal for 2019. I want to know from you, do you feel like you're the driver or the passenger in your life right now? So talk to us. Use the hashtag YesGirlPodcast and make sure to join us every Tuesday. We're going to do the work, y'all, in 2019 and get self-care has to be a part of our lives. And I hope you'll join us.